That's right. Here's another episode of Arizona Real Estate Showcase with your host, Jason Grandin from the Grandin Group, Arizona's number one brother and sister real estate team. Hope you guys have had a great 4th of July. Hope the uh, summer's been treating you pretty well with all the strange happenings going on. And we are definitely in a new world. So with that said, where do we go from here? And that's the, been the big question. So for those of you thinking about moving out here to the wonderful state of Arizona, I got to tell you, it is hot, but I got to tell you, it's also the best place to live. So um, as we've talked about in the past, I grew up in Scottsdale. I actually live in Cape Creek, Arizona now, which is just, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's everything you could possibly want. I'm six, seven minutes to the uh, big mall, like Desert Ridge, but yet if I want to be left alone, I'm right here in the desert, seven minutes away. Uh, housing prices continue to rise, uh, regardless of what some of the news says and stuff. This is a hot market. Rental market is super hot. In fact, it's cheaper to purchase a home than it is to rent. So uh, today we're going to discuss something that uh, we get a lot of calls on. And it, it's funny, when people buy a house, it, it's, it's a rare thing these days when someone calls and says, Hey, I want to buy a house, of course, from the Grandin Group, my sister and I. And they call and they're like, we want to buy a house. You know, we're going to live here. We want to raise our family and have a couple dogs, maybe some horses and whatever the case is. It, it's, a, it's a rare find these days because everybody watches those shows on HGTV and they're all like, oh, I got to make sure that we're going to make a ton of money on this house. So if I pay 300000 I need you to find me a house that I know will be worth five or $600,000 in three years when we go to sell it. Fact of the matter is, Average amount of people keep their houses anywhere from seven to ten years, so we we try to overcome that in the conversation and stuff. Because the fact of the matter is, is it's it's pretty hard to find a place that you can come into for three hundred thousand dollars and then make three or four hundred thousand dollars in a matter of two or three years. It happens, and it happens quite a bit, but it shouldn't be the reason you're purchasing a house. Um, with that said, what are some different things that cause the values to go up or down considerably in different neighborhoods and communities? Now, again, there are some great communities out here. And as I mentioned in, in podcast past, the communities all have different personalities. All right. So you'll go into one neighborhood and kids are out playing in the street, bike riding. It's, it's just really active. But then you go into another neighborhood and it's like nobody, quiet. Kids are inside. Maybe there's no kids at all. Uh, it's just kind of like a ghost town. So with that said, every area, every community offers a different personality. And of course, when you move into the area, you're going to add to that. So obviously that dynamic could change depending on what you're looking for. Um, now, back to the, you know, what is making the values of these homes go up? So I stay pretty active in the real estate community here. And... Um, you know, we're always looking at different things. Of course, we, we see the reports that people put out. We see the stupid stuff they put on the news, which half of it's garbage and half of it's opinion. Just like, we're, you know, we're giving you our opinion. But with that said, we're, we haven't been in business for 19 years because we're given wrong information. And so it's very important to us that we pass on the correct information to you so you can make the best decisions. And we let you know everything when you purchase a house. I mean, we're making sure the area, um, or making sure that what you're buying is what you uh, is what your lifestyle is asking for. So for example, one of the first questions you'll probably get when you call us and you're like, hey, Jason, I want to purchase a house. I'm not going to ask you, do you want a two-story or uh, one-story or what you want in the house? 
My first question is going to be, what do you like to do for fun? What kind of lifestyle do you have? Do you like to go out hiking and biking? Or are you more that you just want to go upstairs and be left alone? You know, because, I mean, you've got condos, you've got uh, high-rise uh, townhomes. You know, we have everything to fit what you need. But, again, things change and the areas change. So one of the things we've been active, that I've been very active in lately is uh, schools. And so since I have two boys, obviously I have a 14-year-old and a 3-year-old, the schools have been a very important thing for me since they were young. I always want to make sure we get in a good school district, been actively involved with the teachers, not necessarily the PTOs and stuff, but we've been active as far as I can tell you what's going on in the schools. I can tell you about the teachers. I can tell you what they're doing, what they're teaching, and I can also let you know what I tell my boys if, you know, if it's not being taught correctly. So one good thing about the Cave Creek School District in Scottsdale is they still teach stuff without some of the really bad stuff you hear on the news, like taking stuff out of the books and changing history and stuff. But with that said, uh, the schools have a direct effect on your housing market. It doesn't matter any way you want to cut it. The argument's been tried over and over again, and it, it comes down to this. Good schools equal better housing prices, and it's just a fact the way it is. And that goes all the way from grade school all the way up through high school. So I'm sure somebody um, listening to this podcast is going to shoot me a text or an email and say, well, Jason, uh, they opened up a good charter school up the road here, even though the area is not that good. Okay, that, that, fine. Are you sending your kid to a charter school? Which I have zero um, uh, negative things to say about them because I think they're great. I mean, there they, are some really great charter schools. But we're talking to public schools here because they uh, handle the masses and they play a direct um, – they have a direct issue with the schools and, and they are the ones that are going to dictate your pricing. So when you come out here in Arizona, we're going to find that some houses – you'll say, hey, let's look over in this one particular area. And you're going to say, how come I can get this house? It's 3,000 square feet for $400,000. But if I look at the same exact house on the other side of town with an incredible school, AAA, uh, great sports teams, academics are really high, why is that house a million dollars? Well, it's because of the school. And so when you have parents that are involved in making good decisions for the community and the school, you're going to see a direct increase in your house pricing. So one thing that you want to look at when you're getting ready to sell your house or even purchase is the schools. So as far as, let's, let's conquer the selling part first. When, when you take a listing on a house, you know, you want to make sure you market the house correctly. And one of the biggest things marketing is the community. So if you've got a community that is really active in school, with the schools, and there's a lot of kids hanging around, and the dropout rate's not high, it's very, very low, kids are doing good, you're going to probably see a higher price. Whereas you go into some of the communities where the kids drop out at, let's say, 7th, 8th grade, maybe freshman or sophomore, you're going to see kind of a uh, maybe a lower type price. So I'm not saying the houses are run down because there's a couple areas out here where you'll drive through there and you're going to be like, wow, this is a great area, but the schools are bad. So it's really important, and, and I, I preach this a lot over the past month, especially as we get closer to school, it's really, really important for parents I know you're busy, so you don't have time to necessarily get involved with the schools, but like right now is voting season, and the boards are changing, superintendents are leaving, this and that. It is incredibly important that parents look to see who's running on the board 
and, and it doesn't matter if they have an R or a D in front of their name, you, you need to ask them certain questions. Where do you get your information from? Do you make your decisions based on that information or do you research it? Um, you know, find out what's important to you, ask them the questions. Now, you get a lot of people that will say, well, my friend is running for the board, so I'm just going to vote for them. Horrible move. This is going to make a direct impact on you. So it's important to make sure you know who's on your school boards, make sure you know who the superintendent is, and ask the questions. Even if they don't like the questions or it comes off a little bit rude, ask the question and see what they say. And if you don't like it, make sure you get enough people to vote that person out because I'm telling you, in the long run, if you don't have good leaders in the schools that are, or that are willing to stand up and make sure you've got good things going on at the school, it's going to be a direct, in, um, direct impact to your house, the housing. So again, when you have great schools or you have a good school education system and you've got superintendents, board of directors, and a good PTO, you're going to see a direct increase in the value of your home. Whereas you get the uh, bad areas. So you guys know what I'm saying on this. And I'm kind of stuttering a little bit today, which I have no idea why. Probably because it's 118 and every two minutes you have to take a drink. But anyway, so with that said, it's, it's voting season. And, and as I try to tell you, we try not to get political on the show. We try to stay away from that because we don't really – we want everyone to kind of figure their own stuff out when it comes to what kind of decisions you want to make. We want to make sure you have a good housing experience, whether you're buying or selling. And it is very important that is one key element in our marketing that some realtors just don't they just don't care. They're like, oh no, this is that school and you know it, it is what it is, but it's not the case. You know, you also want to make sure you've got um, you know, kids that are playing in the neighborhood. We had a couple move into a neighborhood about two years ago, and they were the type that wanted to be left alone. They didn't want to be bugged. And so I had a call from them last year, right 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 after Halloween. And they were like, Jason. We love the neighborhood. Everything's great, but we can't stand all these kids. They go, we went through probably five big bags of candy. The doorbell rang till 10 o'clock at night. It's just too many kids. So they're in a very popular school district. They love the house. They love the area, but they didn't want all the kids. So, you know, to some people, that stuff is not going to matter, which is my point. To some, it does. And I'm telling you, whether you have kids or not, you have to make sure you've got a school district that is actively involved in the community and the parents kind of have the same thoughts about that. So there, there's always a ton of other impacts to the schools and, and your values and um, the values of the homes and stuff. So if you're in a neighborhood and everybody has, let's just say, green grass in front of the house and then you always have that one neighbor that's not keeping stuff up, this is why people love and hate HOAs. So HOA communities are going to make sure everything's kind of along a certain guideline. And when you buy into an HOA, you're agreeing to their rules, so the houses are going to tend to be kept up. Now, one thing I'm very proud of um, in, in Scottsdale here specifically, we've been doing a lot of uh, stuff in Kierlin, and i got to tell you, people have been taking great care of their homes. They're redoing them. Front yards are looking great. Now, there's no HOA in this area. So generally, sometimes, as you say, I don't want to – make it sound like it's like this all over the place. But sometimes you'll go into a neighborhood with no HOA or a very low HOA that's not managed very well, and you'll see beautiful lawn, beautiful lawn, garbage, garbage, garbage. People just throwing stuff in there. And, and that, that affects the value of your house as well. But I got to tell you, so I've been through uh, 85254 lately, and 
man, they're doing a great job. People are taking care of their homes. They seem to be like just well, and maybe it's because of this virus. Everyone's at home, and so they're taking care of their lawns. But it's looking great. And normally in an HOA, you just don't see it. You can drive through these particular neighborhoods right now and see nice, 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 nice. It's it's fantastic to see. It's a, it's a really it's a really positive thing to see. And you're also seeing a spike in home values because we've got over 250 people a day moving here from out of state. Um, you know, there's a, some of the communities that have HOAs, but like a low HOA, like 20 bucks a month or 20 bucks a year, and they don't really manage it. You can drive through there, and, and i got to tell you, I was at one the other day in Surprise, which is a nice community, and um, there were seven houses in a row, and one that just looked like he parked a car in the middle of the lawn, trash all over the place, and then the rest were nice. So that's a situation where the neighbors should get with the HOA board and have that person you know, get their stuff cleaned up just to help things out. It just so happened the house next door to it was for sale, same exact house around the corner brought $15,000 more. Same exact house, same exposures. It just didn't have your garbage neighbor next to you. So it's little things like that help. But t today we're talking about the schools, and, I, and I, it's very important to get out and vote. Very important to know who's running and vet them. Send, you should see some of the questions I'm sending out. Vet the people in your community. You have to. Same thing with an HOA board. You know what? You get one bad person on the HOA board, it's going to be miserable, and it affects the house values. So one thing that uh, you know has been slow since this coronavirus hit is listings. So they're, they're, the inventory is definitely low. There's still houses out there. The good ones go quick, without a doubt. But one of the things that's been kind of slow is listings, and it's because people don't want everybody traipsing through their house, spreading germs and all that fun stuff. So... Um, I'm, I, I get several calls a week on this. Is it a good time to list my house? It's hot outside. It's, uh, you know, it, I, got, I don't want people coming through the house. I don't want open houses. So obviously we, you know, we're sensitive to that. So we'll take, we'll take all the precautions. Um, but I got to tell you, it's been working great. There's a lot of buyers out there and it is definitely a seller's market. So if you're considering selling your house and you know, you're not necessarily, um, and, and you have something else picked out. That's a big thing. A lot of people are trying to sell their house, but they can't buy something else just because they're not finding what they want. But if you're thinking about selling your house, it's a great time to list. There's some great marketing programs out there that uh, us at the Grandin Group have that uh, have been really impressive and have really worked. And out of the past uh, three or four homes we've had listed in the past month, every single one sold for over asking. And every single one has been sold within a two or three day window max with multiple offers. So again, it's all about the marketing. It's not telling me that, oh, I've got great granite countertops. No, you know what? That's great. We'll put that in there as well. But you know what? It's uh, middle of July, July, what is it, 8th today? School starts in less than a month. So you know what? Let's promote the schools. Let's say, hey, you know what? I've got a three-bedroom, two-bath house with a pool located next to this top-rated high school, and uh, you know it's it's just a great area. We're asking this much because blah blah blah. It's a great marketing ploy, and it's a great way to sell your house. So even if you're considering selling your house yourself, which I do not recommend ever, but utilize the things that are in your neighborhood. Um, you know, talk about the great HOA you guys have. Talk about the great schools. Talk about the um, 
different things that are in your community. Maybe, you know, they have the ice cream truck out every week or something. There's a lady in our neighborhood who brought the ice cream truck out a couple weeks ago and paid for everyone's ice cream. So little things like that always go a long way to helping you get top dollar for your house. So I know many of you can't believe we're already here at July 8th. I mean, we're almost a week past 4th of July, which was not the best 4th of July this year. It was nice. Um, I was fortunate. I got to spend my time in Breckenridge. But, um, you know, lack of fireworks and all that other fun stuff kind of put a damper on stuff. But you know what? Don't let this get you down. Market's hot. Arizona's hot. Both hot in the market and hot outside. But there's some great things coming up. So do not let it be a discouragement. And I'll tell you what. There's still some great deals out there on loans. Um, past two prequels we got, both parties are under 3% on their loan. So if you need some good lenders, there's some great lenders out there. We'll be more than happy to give you some um, phone numbers. And then also, uh, really happy about this, our TV show will be starting on one of the local networks here, I believe in August. We're prepping the shows now. Feel free. It's called The Lockbox. That's the name of the show. It'll be on Facebook. So for those of you that have not been on my Facebook page or following or Twitter, it's Jason Grandin, Jason H. Grandin, or you can go to the Grandin Group. And you can watch episodes from there. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had the Herbergers on. It was a phenomenal show. It was one of our highest rated shows. Because for those of you that don't know they're coming to town, they're the ones who helped build Scottsdale, Phoenix, Paradise Valley. And, I, and when I mean build it, literally, they helped develop the corners of like Scottsdale and Camelback Road. It was an incredible uh, interview. We had a great time with them. They're great people. And we've got some really great things coming up. We've got, we're interviewing a lot of different politicians, and again, we don't get into politics, but we're going to get into why they love Arizona and why they chose the civil service and how it's going to affect housing prices. So that's live. You'll be able to see it on TV, and if you guys have any ideas or there's something you want to hear about, something you need me to do, shoot it over. I love it. I mean, this is your show, and if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be sitting here uh, recording these podcasts. So I've got to tell you, thank you very, very much. It really means a ton that uh, you guys take your time to listen to podcasts. I know there's a lot of experienced people out there. I know there's some great podcasts out there. So the fact that I get the amount of listeners we do is is beyond an honor. And I'm very, very happy about that. So anyways, keep us in mind if you're thinking about uh, selling your home. We'd love to talk to you about it. My sister and I, we've been available. We always have somebody available. And um, you know we're looking forward to working with you. So questions, uh, comments, you got show ideas, send it over. We'll, we'll get it taken care of. My direct number and my email is obviously posted below. And um, again, you know what? Thanks you, everybody, for making Arizona Real Estate Showcase uh, a really great podcast. And um, I, I really appreciate it. And, and I enjoy seeing the comments and people calling. And it's funny, too. I'll go out sometimes, and people will be like, hey, you're Jason Grandin. And I'm like... Uh-oh, what did I do? And they'll be like, I heard you on a podcast. And I'm thinking, well, how do you know it's me if you just heard me? And it, it's just, it's kind of fun, actually. But uh, right now, nobody recognizes you because you have to wear a mask if you go out. So with that, I'm just going to stay in and make food here. Anyways, hope you guys have a spectacular July. We'll be back next week with some uh, 
new updates, some new advice. Actually, I think next week we're going to talk a little bit about some beautification stuff. Uh, we, I just finished a pool at my house, and i got to tell you, I would have never thought in a million years this would be me. But I went over to Home Depot and Lowe's, and I bought 12 little, like, little I don't know, what are they, two-gallon, maybe less, flowers. And I planted them in these planters along this fire pit that we had built. And these things are growing, and I'm, I'm just, like, so proud. I'm like, I cannot believe these things are growing. I'm out there watering every day. They're getting big. They've taken root, and it looks great. So um, these little things like this help, um, you know, build your uh, the value of your house. And trust me, it adds a lot of value. Just little things. Little maintenance stuff is amazing what adds value to your house. So anyways, hey, uh, today's show is sponsored by Extreme Pools. They did a great job on mine, and they're going to do a great job on yours. And we have some uh, new uh, recommendations for you coming. So I'm going to be having a great financial advisor um, who's going to start partaking in my show here. And um, he's going to be available for advice too. And I'm telling you, this guy's great. Plus, I've got a great uh, tile people, handyman, whatever it is you need, we'll get you taken care of. Thanks again, everybody, listening to our uh, show. Stay involved. That's the name of the show today. Get involved. Get out there. Make sure you know what you're doing. Ask the tough questions. Don't just vote for your friends because they're your friends. And um, be safe. If you guys have any questions, reach out to me, Jason Grandin, at the Grandin Group, powered by Platinum Living Realty. You guys have a great time, and we will see you on the next show. Have a good one.